everyone. Welcome to The Wellness Farm. This is your go-to podcast for all things wellness and mental health. I am your host, Ari, and I am a licensed pharmacist and functional nutrition counselor. I hope everyone is having an amazing start to their week. You may have seen on my socials, I had a pretty eventful last week or so. So last week I went to Palm Springs with my friend Gabby and it was so fun. And then over the weekend, I went to Santa Barbara with my boyfriend. And honestly, those two trips made me really think about how important it is to have friends and people who love you in your life. And I remember for a really long time, I didn't have that and I really didn't feel that way, especially when I was in college because I had really bad anxiety. And so what would happen is I would have such bad anxiety that I wouldn't want to really see anyone because the thought of going out and being with people would just make me anxious. And I would kind of block myself away. And I know that from that experience, anxiety can be really difficult to manage on its own, but it can be even more challenging when you're trying to maintain meaningful friendships or even relationships um, with your significant other. On one hand, you might feel anxious or nervous or unmotivated to even do anything. While on the other hand, you recognize that by not going out and being social, you aren't seeing your friends and you aren't talking to them. And then they think that there's something wrong with the friendship or with you or that you're not interested. And clearly that isn't the case, right? It's like, come on, if I didn't have anxiety and didn't feel like this, I would love to see you. I would love to hang out with you. So I definitely have experience with this myself. Like I said, I learned a lot about balancing and dealing with anxiety while trying to maintain friendships. And today I am going to help you out too. So if you're also dealing with the same issue, I really think this episode is going to help you. Friendships are an essential part of life and they're worth working through even when anxiety makes it difficult. So how do you navigate friendships when you're dealing with anxiety? Here are my tips and I really do hope that these help you. My first tip is to communicate with your friends. I used to be really bad at communicating because I just assumed that my friends knew what I was thinking, knew what I needed, knew what I wanted, and I wouldn't communicate anything. And then in my head, I would get upset about them not reaching out or them not understanding when they had no idea what I was dealing with in the first place. Communication is key in any relationship, you guys, whether it's with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or with your friends or even your family members. And it's especially important when you're struggling with anxiety. So you need to let your friends know what you're going through and don't be afraid to ask for their support. If your anxiety is causing you to like cancel plans or avoid certain situations, then you just need to explain why because if you don't they're going to think that there is an issue you know that you don't want to see them or you don't care about seeing them or uh, maybe their party isn't important to you when it really is but the anxiety and the the racing heartbeat and the overactive thoughts and feeling nauseous is getting in the way right so chances are if you do explain that to your friends and communicate with them your friends will be really understanding and supportive i remember when i was in pharmacy school this was in 2020 and the reason why i was having such bad anxiety was because Obviously, school was really stressful, but 2020 was a weird time, right? Like it was COVID and there was just so many odd things happening. But my grandma passed away in November of 2020. And I was devastated because my grandma was like another mom to me. You know, we were very close. And 
my two best friends from pharmacy school, Kunj and Vanessa, they were there for me the whole time. Like I would tell them, you know, I can't focus. I don't want to work because I was also working as an intern at the time. And honestly, it wasn't even a thing where they were there for me for like a week and then they kind of just minded their own business. They were there for me up to like even now, right? Like they were up, they were there for me even eight weeks after my grandma passed away, asking me if I needed anything, you know, giving me their notes, helping me with assignments. And because I was communicating with them so well about how I was feeling, they knew to be there for me because a lot of people's grandparents pass away and some people aren't as close with their grandparents. So it's like you grieve them for a week or two weeks and then you go back to normal life. Whereas like for me, that was such a different experience because it honestly felt like I was losing a parent. And so just communicating that with my friends and and having them know the severity of the situation was really nice because they kept checking in on me. I wasn't like waiting for them to say something, right? Like I was being very open and communicating with them how I felt. So communication is really key because then your friends will know what you're dealing with, how you're feeling, and a good friend at least will accommodate and be there for you. So my second tip is to set boundaries. Setting boundaries can be very challenging and I swear, I feel like the reason why I only have like six really good friends or like five or six really good friends is because I set such strong boundaries. So I'm the type of person where I don't really have a lot of friends. Like I like there's some people out there who have like 20 friends and I'm like, how do you have 20 friends? You know, because friends are like plants. You have to really pay close attention to them, nourish the relationships. And it, it does get a little bit harder after college and post-grad life. But setting boundaries can be very challenging because it requires you to say no. It requires you to sit out on certain things. And that may or may not fly in certain friendships. But it really is essential to maintaining healthy relationships, especially when you're dealing with anxiety. So for example, um, I have a friend who, and I love her to death, we're actually really good friends still, but I do have a friend who loves to go out. She is such a party animal, like she's always going out. And she used to always ask me like, let's go out, let's go to this club, let's go to this bar, let's go out. And I am really not that type of person that wants to go out all the time anymore because I would rather focus that energy on like myself and being productive and spending more quality time with my friends I guess I'm not really someone who likes to go out to very crowded bars and clubs with like really loud music I don't know it depends like once in a while I'm down for it but not all the time right so she would always ask me like, let's go out, let's go out. And I kind of had to set a boundary and be like, no, like it's not really my thing anymore. I'm not that big on going to clubs and bars like every single time we hang out. But like if you ever want to get lunch or even like go hiking or just hang out, go get coffee, just spend time together, um, then just like let me know. So now it's like that's what we do. We'll get dinner, we'll get tea. When we just can sit down and talk for hours and hours and hours about, um, we talk a lot about like spirituality and, um, you know, manifesting, taking care of ourselves and 
um, focusing on the positive. So that's what we like to do now. And I feel like our friendship is even better because of it, because we have actually something substantial and interesting to talk about versus just going out and getting drunk and partying, right? So if you do need space or time to yourself, or if you want to do something different with your friends, then definitely communicate that. If you do set a boundary that maybe your friend gets offended over or looks down on you over, then it's I don't know, that that kind of says more about your friend than you because if you are telling your friend that you need some alone time or you would rather not go out to a party and you kind of want to stay at home and maybe just hang out in the living room, make some tea, hang out, then they should respect that. You know, good friends will respect your boundaries, especially if you communicate them clearly. My third tip is to focus on quality over quantity. It's so easy to get caught up in having a lot of friends, but it's more important to have meaningful, supportive friendships. And having quality friends is even more important when you have anxiety just because they will really understand when you can't make it to an event or you can't see them for a week or two. And let me tell you, some of the best friendships that I've ever had are the friendships where Maybe life gets busy or maybe I'm going through something and I just want to be alone and one week goes by or two weeks go by and I text one of my friends and we pick up right where we left off. Those are the best types of friendships. Me and my friend Katie, we have been best friends since third grade and although there were times where we wouldn't speak to each other for a month or two weeks or three weeks, whatever it may be, Whenever we message each other, we pick up right where we left off. Whenever we see each other, we act as if we are still in fifth grade and just goof around and laugh and it's seriously as if we never stopped talking. So that's what I mean by quality friendships. It's those friendships that are understanding when you need to take a break. It's the friendships that will come over to your house and be with you and watch a movie with you when you are feeling anxious. It's the friendships that understand if you need to take some time alone for yourself. My fourth tip is to pre-plan when you're going to hang out with your friends and even reach out to them. This sounds really weird because I write everything in my planner, including when I'm going to message my friends to check in on them and even hang out with them. But I think this is such a great way to make sure that you're making time for your friends and that you're checking in on them. Because what happens with anxiety is that we get so caught up in our own thoughts and how we're feeling, we tend to neglect other aspects of our life. Some people neglect their hygiene, some people neglect the work that they have to do, while others neglect their relationships. And that's the category that I fell into. So I would really neglect my relationships and I wouldn't reach out to my friends or I wouldn't answer their phone calls. And so I developed a system where I truly do write everything in my planner, but one of the most important ones being when I'm going to reach out to my friends. So for example, for next week, I'll put like, send a message to Katie, check in with Sylvia, message Anne, you know, message Taylor, or not, not really message Taylor because I message him every day, <laughs> but it that's just kind of the overall concept. And then I also pre-plan when I'm going to hang out with my friends in advance. So I'll message my friends and be like, hey, let's get dinner. 
so-and-so night, let's go get lunch or whatever it may be. I think this is so important just because it does show that you're putting time aside for your friends and that you're really putting in the effort to see them and spend time with them. I started doing this in college when I realized that my anxiety was cutting me off from a lot of my friendships and it helped my relationships so much. So I feel like if you also do this and you just grab your planner or your notebook and you start writing in, I'm going to check in on this friend on Thursday and I'm going to check in with this friend the Thursday after, it's really going to make a huge difference in your relationships and how close you get to your friends. Now my fifth and final tip is to be kind to yourself. Dealing with anxiety can be really tough, but it's important to be kind to yourself just because you need to remember it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not be there for other people. You don't have to be perfect. The way that you respond to others doesn't have to be perfect. And your friends, at least your real friends, don't expect you to be perfect. So I feel like as long as you are communicating and you're really trying to put in the work on your end, there really shouldn't be a problem with your friendships. And if there are, then maybe it's time to look for other friends who are more accepting of you and what you are currently going through. And of course, if you ever need any additional advice, you can always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is wellness.farm and my TikTok is at the wellness farm. I love talking to people who listen to the podcast. I also love giving out advice to people who ask for it. So if you ever are dealing with anxiety, if you're ever having any type of friendship issue, I would love to help you out. That's it for today's episode. I really hope that these tips have been helpful in navigating your friendships while also dealing with anxiety. Just remember that communication, boundaries, focusing on quality, pre-planning when you're going to reach out to your friends and spend time with your friends, and being kind to yourself are all important in maintaining healthy friendships. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Wellness Farm. If you're loving this podcast so far or if you're loving this episode, then please be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. This really helps push my podcast out to new people who haven't discovered my podcast yet, so I would appreciate it so much. I'll be back next week with more tips and tricks on how to navigate anxiety, wellness, and mental health, and I will talk to you then. 